0: Welcome to the Higgins House and my mommy's podcast. Hello, hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Higgins House. I am here um, with somebody very special today and you get to hear some very fun and exciting stories. We are here with Berkeley's mom, Jade. Um, As you know from other episodes, we co-parent all together um, and raise sweet, sassy little Berkeley, which you'll learn all about today. Um, So we're going to talk all about co-parenting and how we do that together and how we kind of developed our friendship over time. Um, So Jade, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your journey into motherhood?
1: Hello, everyone. I'm Jade, Berkeley's mom, Andrea's new friend. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and I'm excited to share our story on care- co-parenting and becoming friends with Andrea and how my fiance, Nick, and how Tyler are now friends as well. We're just one big happy family. We re- we really are. It's really Very fun. proud of it. So
0: <laughs> tell us kind of how your journey into motherhood started.
1: Oh, uh, well, I was a baby. I was <laughs> a baby. I was 17 when I got pregnant with Berkeley. Um, 18 when I had her. Um, yeah, Tyler and I just thought we were in love and thought we would be together forever. <laughs> and we had sweet little Berkeley, and, you know, she was the best thing that ever happened. I think we can both attest to that. But, you know, as after we got married and a couple of years down the road, I think we were married four years. Yeah, I think we were married four years, four and a half years. And, um, you know, we just kind of drifted apart, and, but we always kept Berkeley at the root of everything and wanted to make sure that no matter where she was, that she was always loved and at just the forefront of both of our lives. <clears throat> so once we decided to split ways, I don't even think she really even knew what was happening until <laughs> a couple of years later that we were just finally apart and not going to be together.
0: And she was because she was what four or five maybe when that happened. Yeah, I
1: think she was. I think she was four. Cause I had and I just, think right around when it finalized. I think she was five. I think it was finalized in two thousand fifteen.
0: Gotcha. Because I had just kind of started to come around. She had already started mm-hmm. kindergarten and stuff, and yep. she only knew me as uh, Aunt Tara's <laughs> Tyler sister's friend. <laughs> <laughs> she, she didn't know who I was yet. Um, That's funny. so one of the things we, I mean, you and I talk about it all the time, but you know, we kind of live in a world that says you and I are not supposed to be friends and like, we're all supposed to not get along. Right. <laughs> and,
1: yeah. Um, we're all just supposed to be angry and hate each other. Yes. And so what is it
0: kind of like for you as a parent on the outside of, okay, we're not together anymore. Obviously the goal, like you said, is, is for Berkeley to be at the forefront, but now, there's this new girl. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> that has so come like, into Tyler's life. And I don't know how I feel about that. What's that like?
1: <laughs> so are you asking like how I felt about mm-hmm.
0: that? Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, it's I'm okay. Be it's
0: okay to be honest.
1: <laughs> I, I'll be honest. And I will tell you that even, even before Tyler moved out, and this is the God honest truth, I was already praying because when you have a, chi- a child so little and young and innocent like that, you're so concerned about who the other is going to bring into and out of their lives mm-hmm. and how that person is going to shape them. So even before Tyler moved out, I started praying for him and whoever he's going to find because obviously whoever he is going to end up with is going to help raise Berkeley mm-hmm. at a very young age. And so I really didn't have any resentment. It was a little weird at first, but I just I didn't care how h- Tyler and whoever he ended up with, how their relationship was, so long as whoever that person was, ended up being you, mm-hmm. however you treated Berkeley, I just prayed so hard that he would find somebody who would love Berkeley as his own and he did. And well, and that was one thing I made
0: super clear. And a little backstory for those who don't know, we kind of all knew each other without knowing each other before all of this because I knew Tyler and Tara, his sister, from going to visit their dad on the weekends at our church. We all went to the same church. So I would see Tyler and Tara kind of at random on the weekends. And then, you know, Tyler and I dated for like, I don't know, two Mm -hmm. weeks in middle school or something like that. It was, I I remember that it was a solid quality (laughs) relationship that took place. Great things came from it. Um, I'm pretty sure we officially dated like one week because he was only there for the one weekend (laughs) and then he was back here. But, um, so I, I was obviously very aware and that's something Tyler and I talk about, you know, going into dating, Tyler was like, I didn't know if I was going to have to explain a situation to the next person or like prepare them, like going into dating. It's like, I have a child, like you're having to have that conversation and Tyler was like, I kind of looked out cause you kind of already knew that I had a kid. I didn't have to tell you I had a kid. And so going into it, I told him, I said, I just want to make sure that Berkeley's mom knows that Jade knows that I know my place. I'm not mm-hmm. Berkeley's mom. I'm obviously not going to let her like bolt across the street or lay her hand on the stove, but there's this fine line when you're dating or even seriously, you know, engaged that it's like, I'm not her parent. I'm here and I love her as my own because that didn't take long because she was adorable and would sing Elsa Frozen all the time. But like, (laughs) I had this fine line of like, I'm not her parent. So I'm here and I'm, I'm involved, but I don't like, I had to kind of figure out my role too,
1: but you and I weren't really buddies
0: yet either. So it was like, we all just kind of sat there
1: quietly. (laughs) I mean, it was, it was, it was, I think, I don't know if awkward is even the correct word to use, but it was definitely different at first because I remember I was driving home, one night it was one oh my gosh it was when we moved to San Antonio and I remember Tyler we were on the phone talking about Berkeley and he was like yeah next time me and Andrea come down we should all grab dinner and I just remember thinking to myself uh I really don't want to third will it with you guys <laughs> I'm good <laughs> like, thanks though great, but I'm like I that's so awkward because I wasn't in a relationship at that time and I was like that I don't want a third wheel with my ex-husband and his new, <laughs> I don't know if y'all were even engaged at that point. But I was like, yeah, that's maybe one day. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad that one day finally has come. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's been a lot better than I ever imagined and hoped for it would. Well, and
0: I, I think like for me, it was like, could we just all be friends? Like when I came in mm-hmm. the picture and we had, we got married and it was, it was the first birthday that Berkeley was going to have like the first party. And I was like, uh, yeah, we're not doing this 47 birthdays thing. Um, here's the address. Here's the day we're having it. We'll see y'all there. And I just kind of forced everybody to have one big party because I did not That's come really- from a world of divorce. I had no yeah. history of that in my world. And I was, I had a lot to learn in that regard. Like, I was like, we're going to have how many Christmases? Like,
1: holy moly. Yeah. we Nick and I just asked Berkeley the other day. They're like, how many how many Christmases did you have this last Christmas? Christmas 2022. And she was counting. And I think she was at eight or nine. And I was like, this is, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <you don't, laughs> no, nobody needs nine Christmas. Despite what you may think, you don't need nine Christmases yeah. with
0: nine rounds of presents. A little over the top. Well, and it was that way for her birthday too. It was like, she had eight birthdays and I was like, can we not just all get along and all be in the same place and and have a have one party? Like everybody smile, be happy, and we're gonna have this party. Here we go. We'll come like,
1: party at you alls house this year for her I'm birthday. Ready. I mean, I don't know <laughs> if y'all are
0: ready for all the all the hooplas at my house, but um so fast forward a little. Um you said you're engaged. Um mm-hmm. that's recent. Congratulations, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. Finally, (laughs) and and yeah, and Nick has been involved for it's how long has it been? Three years. May will be five years. Five years. Look at me, lying. Mm -hmm. Five years. So he's obviously been heavily invested in time with Berkeley and and the raising of Berkeley. Uh, Yeah. What is that like? As like for the mom side of things. Like I always try to look at it from your perspective. I'm like, okay, if I was dating right now, I mean, first of all, I have three, ch- three small children, but I'm like, okay, so if I was <laughs> dating right now, like how um, did y'all have to kind of find the happy meeting medium of like discipline? Like, cause I don't like when Tyler disciplines our own children. Sometimes I'm like, stop it. They're fine. Like
1: <laughs> only I can. <laughs> yeah. It's just me. You have to stop it. So one of us has to be the nice one. Okay. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's him, Nick he's, he's the nice cop. I'm bad cop. <laughs> <clears throat> so I think before we lived together, we moved in together May of 2021. And obviously leading up to that, we were just dating and he had his own place. I had my own place. And he was always mainly kind of like the fun guy. Like every time he would come around, we'd go and do something fun. We'd go out to eat, we'd go bowling, main event, uh, something fun. But once we moved in together, I think that's really kind of when he was here for homework time. He was here for breakfast and morning before school and that chaotic morningness. Um, but he has he has done so well. He is so calm and cool and collected all the time. Meanwhile, I'm over here just losing my marbles <laughs> that's why it's inconvenient this literally but sounds like does... my house <laughs> yes like yes one of us and i think that's what's so good about nick and tyler because they stay calm they don't let much bother them where i'm i'm over here just completely discombobulated at everything that's going on
0: i'm, I'm medicated just to stay safe like
1: um <laughs> uh, i don't i don't medicate i occasionally have a, drink, but I don't. a glass of
0: wine. is I, I consider that a quality option.
1: Well, and so, so that's
0: where I was kind of going with that was. So I guess was it this last school year, Berkeley had a choir concert, right? This mm-hmm. is when this is when the Tyler Nick relationship took off as what we as we like to refer to it. And Tyler had driven down for that. And all of a sudden, next thing I know, they're going on a golf date the next day.
1: <laughs> yeah. Next thing I know, it's like a Thursday or Friday and Nick never takes off. Nick goes, he is at work 6.30 in the morning, doesn't get home till 4, 4.30 in the afternoon very disciplined when it comes to work. And here he is texting me, I'm going to take the day off and Tara and I are not going play golf. And I was like, what, who are you? Like, what have you done? So
0: when you're taking <laughs> off from work and you're going to go play <laughs> yes. golf with my ex-husband. <laughs>
1: yes. And they go play golf. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go get Berkeley. So her and Tara can leave. I was like, I know she's going to be hungry. And I haven't had lunch yet. He was like, oh, we're already eating at the country club. So it's like, Okay. Well, I guess we'll come join you guys for, <laughs> y'all can sit there while we eat. That's See, you perfect. were,
0: you were avoiding it being the third wheel for us, but really you were the third wheel for yeah. them.
1: I like, <laughs> <I'm not>, Seriously. <laughs> I think that's how it would be a Tyler went with you and I, he would be the third wheel. Yep. I would be the third wheel here. Like it's, it's fine.
0: <laughs> I don't mind. So it was really funny. So they have, you know, y'all do your thing. They come back all, all weekend long. Berkeley's like, well, dad went on a hot date with Nick. And I'm like, okay, they're they're besties <laughs> now. Okay. They're a little bromance. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was that day that I literally, I never said anything out loud, but I was like, okay, enough of this. We're just going to be friends. That's it. Mm-hmm. We're all going to be friends. And so I literally just decided to start texting you about anything, anything. I didn't care what it yeah. was. I just was like, I'm just going to have nonchalant conversations with Jane <laughs> and yeah, that just and then kind escalated of really quickly. Oh, yes, it did. And, <laughs> and it's funny because it's like, I kind of like what we were talking about earlier. I came from a world of no divorce. You and Tyler both came from worlds where your parents were divorced. So for y'all, it was very common when we first got married and Berkeley was very young. She actually asked us when we were going to get divorced and I at first was heavily offended because I was like, oh my gosh, she doesn't like me like I thought she did. <laughs> and then and then that pinged into, well, when are Mimo and Papa gonna get divorced? Mimo and Papa have been married for 50, 60 plus years. And I was like, What do you what do you mean? And she said, Well, don't you she was so young. Don't you get married, get divorced, and then get married again? Like she legit thought that was the order. And then I sat back and was like, everyone in her life has been divorced. married, divorced, and remarried. And I was like, well, I, I don't know how to answer this question. <laughs> like,
1: that is so, new information.
0: I had no idea. She and was she was out. she was so so young that it was it made sense. Like she wasn't offended. She didn't care. It was just, isn't that how it goes? And I was like, okay, not in this particular case. We're we're gonna we're gonna flip the script a little bit. We're gonna do it a different way. And so that kind of opened my eyes up to. I was still really struggling with the whole like you get her for this Christmas, we get her for this. Mm -hmm. I had to really adjust to that because I was like, well, when are we supposed to have birthday parties? Like, when are we going to have Zane's birthday party if Berkeley's not here? And then over time, you just kind of have to adjust that sometimes she's here and sometimes she's not. Mm -hmm. And that's just kind of part of life. Like, it's like you were saying, we do our best for her to be at events that we ideally, you know, want her to be at or vice versa, or we come there or whatever. But that's just kind of part of the world that she lives in and the world that y'all lived in. I didn't live in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, was, I was very sheltered to this world.
1: I was like, I was be like,
0: glad. I was like, what are you talking about? And so, on. and that's something that I told Tyler, I said, I think what what is kind of cool for her is she's getting to see both sides of it. And now that all of us have become so close to the point that we're like, okay, you want to just do Christmas all together next year so we don't have to have 47 of them. I think that, because of all of our experiences, mine without it, y'all's with all three of y'all's, you, Tyler, and Nick, with that experience, all of our different experiences kind of came together to mold this. We're good. We just all want to get along. We all want to be happy. We all want to spend time together and put Berkeley at the front, and that just somehow <laughs> created this one big happy family. I cannot tell you the funny looks that I get when I'm like, "Oh, it's it's Berkeley's mom." They're like, oh, are you getting her this weekend? And I'm like, no, she's she's shopping. <laughs> like, no, I just had a question about my eyelash glue. Like, no, it's it's fine. And they're like, like, y'all just talk? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, about anything? And I'm like, pretty much. Like <laughs> there's there's not very many lines here.
1: <laughs> I think that has shocked a lot of people, especially at our age, you know, because it's different when people have been divorced twenty plus years and they're like, Okay, we're over it now. Mm-hmm. At this point, we've been divorced. Um, I don't know. I'm not
0: good at math. We've been married six, so... Seven or eight years? If y'all were married for...
1: Yeah, seven. We got, our divorce was final in 2015. Eight years. <laughs> Whatever that is. Well, I don't know. Somebody's doing, doing math, math for tonight us. like,
0: Lord. here, girls, I got you. <laughs> any, any audience members that would like to do the math, go ahead. But, well, so, and, I mean... And I think y'all's age played such a huge role, too. Like, yeah, not very we many people 22. are married fresh out of fresh out of high school you know and so it's like for you guys it was a whole different world like- yeah and that's what i
1: tried to explain to people because we were so young we were 18 when we got married so 18 twenty two, twenty three 23 when we got divorced we were so young there's no animosity there's no hard feelings like we honestly just drifted apart mm-hmm. Like nothing ever happened to be like, oh my gosh, I hate him. I hate her. I never yeah. want to see her again. Hope you know yeah. there was no hard feelings. We just drifted apart. We wanted just different happening. things, and yeah, we wanted different things in life. And Tyler knew what he wanted. I knew what I didn't want. And <laughs> farm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just and and you know it is what it is. And I think honestly, I think life has really worked out for the mm-hmm. best. Berkeley has so many people and family members that love her dearly. I've got a wonderful new friendship out of the deal. Tyler's got a good little buddy out of the whole situation. (laughs) Got a golf bud now. (laughs) I think it's all really panned out well. We're all adults and we, you know, we discuss things that need to be discussed and handled, but we also can relax and have fun with each Mm -hmm. other and go to dinner and it not be
0: awkward. We literally, we literally all just had dinner uh, over the with weekend. With my dad and my stepmom. Yeah. With, <laughs> with Jade's dad. And my favorite is I, I work at some of the same schools as your stepmom. And when I went not too long ago, she literally introduced me as this is my ex son-in-law's new wife. And literally all the staff people were like waiting for the, the like huh? joke at the end. And I was like, no, she's serious. Like that, that's accurate. Or like, yeah. <laughs> like your brother, when he tries to explain who I am, he's like, that's my, uh, that's my sister. Mm-hmm. That's Berkeley's stepmom. He just like jumps right to the end of it. He's like I don't even know how to explain this. And so it's kind of it's it's really entertaining honestly to explain to people, but it's also kind of sad that it's such a shock when we're like like when we posted our picture from Stock Show. I mean like I knew I knew it was going to have people notice but like I didn't think 200 people were going to like it and 50 plus people were going to comment on how awesome it was and and it is awesome and we are lucky because there are obviously situations out there that it doesn't matter like there are situations where it doesn't matter how hard you try this is not always going to be the situation Mm -hmm. for them and so it's just kind of interesting and sad all at the same time that That it's so shocking to everybody that we all get along. Yeah, it's like y'all had dinner with who? And I'm like, yes, we hang out. They were at our house. It's fine.
1: (laughs) We no one
0: cares.
1: (laughs) A wonderful world if that could be the new norm Mm -hmm. one day, everybody to just set your feelings aside. Don't keep the child as the middleman going back and forth. Mm -hmm. Well, go tell your mom this. Go tell dad I said this. And just put the focus on them and make the life about them and not each other and trying to punish each other.
0: Well, and I think when you have any kid, but ours in particular, who has a tendency Mm -hmm. to be a high anxiety child, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think that I can only imagine what life would be like for her if there was that constant like, I'm going to dad's and I can't say this, this, and this. I need to make sure, like, I don't need to say anything about mom while I'm at dad's or I don't need to say anything about dad when I'm at mom's or that whole, you know, thing. Berkeley's figured out. None of us care. The likelihood that I already Mm -hmm. know what you're about to tell me is pretty good. Like, I probably already know whatever you're about to tell me. Or I knew knew before you that you were going to be in trouble today.
1: Like, (laughs) but it's just... Or that you got your phone taken away again. Yeah. Oh, did we? <laughs> <laughs> He's over here giving me a dirty look. Uh-huh, yeah. Getting the eye roll. The attitude never ceases. And it's not kind five. <sighs> no homework. Gotta hate homework. that homework. Well,
0: so on that note, so co parenting together. Obviously, you and Tyler, when you separated, obviously still had the role of parenting from separate locations and now that nick and i are involved we just had this scenario over stock show where i actually apologized to you because i was kind of afraid to overstep my boundaries but i think all was well because i took over the cow and i don't think you want anything to do with that cow. (laughs) but (laughs) when it comes to co-parenting on and i don't know how how nick feels on this but like for my side from day one, I try if, especially like if I'm with Tyler or with I was if I was around you for some reason and Berkeley did something, I was like, nope, that's not my job. Her parents are here; that's not my job. And I would just sit there and be like, somebody else do whatever it is. Like if she was sassy or whatever, <laughs> I was like, nope, nope, not my job. And then this weekend, all of a sudden, I discovered that I don't have that filter anymore because apparently, I I have decided that we're all good enough for that and. She sassed you. And I was, the. I kind of stepped in and was like, Oh no, we're not doing this. Nope. mm -mm." And then later (laughs) I was like, Oh, did I overstep? Did I overstep my boundary here? Because I still sometimes feel like I'm, I I know I'm her parent. Like, I don't feel like I'm not her parent, but there are times that I'm like, I'm not, if, if Berkeley goes to the hospital, they can't tell me anything if something happens at school and I'm the only one available, I have no legal, like, they can't tell me anything. And so there's this kind of flip side for me that's like, I love her and I will do everything that you need or (laughs) good night, Berkeley. (laughs) Go brush your
1: teeth. It's time for bed.
0: Don't forget the water. Don't forget the water pick.
1: (laughs) Andrea said, don't forget the water pick. Berkeley got
0: braces recently.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And an experience. Band or that we get to turn every night.
0: I'll come tuck you in in a minute. But so, like for me, it was like trying to be super careful. And I have kind of this line where it's like, I'm the, I'm a parent. I'm her parent. Mm -hmm. I consider myself one of her moms, which is always another fun thing to say, and you get funny looks. But, but then I also am like, but if something happens, I'm, I'm. And I don't mean this to be like depressing, but like. I'm essentially nobody on paper, and so on the like mm-hmm. on the on the step side of things, it's like I always try to be super careful with discipline up to this point, because obviously, like we were just telling you that story the other night um about <laughs> about when she was little and she threw the pillow at me. And it was really funny because I've never spanked Berkeley. I've never threatened to spank Berkeley. It was not, that is not, I believe that is not my job. Not my role was never going to happen. I had said that from day one, like, not that she really required spanking very often, but it was like, (laughs) nope, that's not me. Like, that's not my job. But she sure did grab her butt and run away from me that day. But how, if at all, do you feel or did you feel then about the potential of, okay, well, when Berkeley's there, somebody else is essentially disciplining my child? Does that make sense? Um, like, did, honestly, did it ever
1: cross your mind? No, it didn't. Sometimes it's kind of nice. That you're like not it's having to. kind of nice it. to see, like, because I feel like I'm always getting on to her for her attitude and discipline and this and that. So it's nice for somebody for another parent per se like you or nick to see it happening and to step up the mm-hmm. but i think it all depends on the family dynamic like yeah you like know it's okay to say well something. like nick if, knows if we it's didn't okay get to along
0: yeah like if we didn't get along it might not be the same
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly exactly so i think it all depends on the situation and the dynamic of the parents and everything but when it's you and Nick yes please step in Nick has never spanked her he would never lay a hand on her either but I do appreciate when he even pipes up and he's like you do not speak to your mother that way or just because it's another form of reassurance that you've got somebody else to have your background because for so long I was a single parent, right? And it was just me. And then I'd have to be like, Oh my gosh, let me just call your dad. <laughs> I have no yeah, backup yeah. to be like, girl, you better get your little butt in line. Uh-huh.
0: And I can imagine so, that that's not fun either. After no. like, after divorce, it's like, okay, we're trying to figure ourselves out. We're trying to, to figure this whole separated, not together thing out. And now I've got to call your dad.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know, I don't mind having to call him for backup and stuff, but at the same time, you know, like, we're not together. Like, I can't always call and depend on him to be like, okay, Berkeley, well, you need to get your act together. Don't act like this for your mom. Mm-hmm. So it's just a very fine line in all aspects. So it's nice to have the stepmom and the future stepdad to to have you back and mm-hmm. to help discipline and keep the kids in line and let them know that they can't get away with something and then the other one. We'll just let it slide. No, we're all a force. We're all together. We're a freaking unit and it's four against one baby. <laughs> like it's four against you one. You're not going like to, to win. <laughs> yeah. You're slightly outnumbered here. I don't know. You've got three kids. So four and four now, you know, oh, lord not looking too good. <laughs> lord of mercy. Oh
0: man. Yeah. So what we've, and we've talked about this, um, and share in whatever form you want. Um, we've talked a little bit about the whole fear as a mom of what if Berkeley ever wants to come here? And we've talked about how that so far, that's not been a thing, but as a sing as well, you're not really a single parent, but as a, as a mom, what is that like? Because I literally every day think about you in that, in that aspect and think I can only imagine because when you're divorced, it's just, the possibility is just there Mm-hmm. and we've all been very blessed this is not a this is not a thing like she's there this is not but like what is that like for you emotionally to just the fact well, that it's I'll be even honest. there
1: <laughs> i try really hard not to think about it mm-hmm. at all just kind of block that thought out and just hope oh we lost her.
0: uh-oh can you Here hear
1: it me? goes yep yeah, you're back you okay So I was saying I just, you know, almost try try to block that kind of thinking and thought out because if I just, if I sit there and think about that all day, Mm -hmm. I will physically make myself ill and be absolutely devastated. I mean, no mom, I think, truly ever wants their child to just up and leave and deliver with dad. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it is something that I have thought about. And, you know, if the time ever comes, we'll cross that bridge, but... I don't know. I would be absolutely devastated, lost, lonely. I hate when she's there for the summer. Yes. Summer is my least, I love summertime, but it's my least favorite time of the year because, well, I know she's going to be gone for four to six weeks at a time. And, right. you know, it's just, it's hard not having her here because she is my only child. So it's not like I have a couple other ones keeping me busy or on my toes, you know? Mm-hmm. So when she's gone, it's just like dead silence. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's real quiet. This is, this is maddening. Like, I I don't know.
0: I just. Well, and the reason that I ask you that is hard. because I wanted to talk about when she, when I first came around, when I was first, when we were married and it was one of the first summers, we're being very honest here, people. I used to get really frustrated with you and it wasn't your fault. It was my fault. I used to get really frustrated when she would come for the summer and then you wanted her back after a week or two for like, Oh, well she could come for a couple weeks and then she could come back. And I would get really frustrated because I was like, (laughs) does she not think we miss her? Like, does she not think we want her here? But I had to reverse my thought process and and it did not happen to be really honest with you until I had my first child. Mm -hmm. I didn't get it because I was like, she knows that we don't have her all the Like she has her all the time. Like, <laughs> cause that's your yeah, process. Have- but when I had Zane, I was like, okay, but, but like if Zane was gone somewhere else, and in our case, it's what, five, six hours, San Antonio mm-hmm. to here. Ooh, yeah. It was it like, okay, on who's driving. so if Zane is going to be gone, he's technically like, I don't know on paper, it's like 52 days or whatever, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it's supposed to be a week or two in, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm ready for him to be back for a little bit, and so it wasn't until I actually had Zane that I was like, "Oh, okay, that's that's why she did that."
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely a struggle. Like the first night or two, you're like, "Oh my gosh, this is so nice! I can binge watch my favorite show. <laughs> I don't have to make dinner for anybody." But then, the like day two or three, you're like, oh, okay, I'm over it. I'm bored. There's no much. I can't just keep watching TV and keeping myself busy. Mm-hmm. But and I have to always take a step back too, right? Because in my head, I'm like, well, Tyler has Andrea, and now Tyler and Andrea have their three kids that mm-hmm. keep them busy. <laughs> but at the same time, I still know that they're that you guys are missing Berkeley, mm-hmm. and. As a parent, you try not to be selfish, but deep down, you just, it's just oh, it's hard. She needs to be a little bit selfish. And I just have to take a step back and be like, you know what? Tyler misses Berkeley. Andrew misses Berkeley. And you know who more misses who more than anything? The siblings. Mm-hmm. Berkeley, I think, no, thanks to you and Tyler, but she's way more <laughs> oh, excited. Oh, she's, way more excited, than and
0: she's, and she's way more excited to see the kids. She's way more excited to see the kids than she is. <laughs>
1: And then I think, okay, well, then there's Mimi and Granddad and Bigelman Gammy. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I know they all want to see her and they don't get to see her all the time. And y'all are so kind to let her go and see my dad and my stepmom and my brothers. So you just have to put your big girl panties on (sighs) and set your feelings aside for a few weeks Mm -hmm. and. Just constantly text and call. They're like, hey, what are you doing? I love you. I
0: miss you. Well, and I can only imagine, like, obviously, as a parent in general, you're going to miss your kid. But then I also had to remember, like, you basically birthed your best friend, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because of your age. I mean, like, everybody can say, my kids are my best friend. Uh, My kids are not my best friend. I love them, but they're not my best friend. (laughs) But, like, you, because of y'all's age, and you had a girl, you had a daughter. I mean, you literally birthed your best friend. And then obviously when y'all got divorced, it was just you and Berkeley for a really long time. And so then it was like all of a sudden you don't have your roommate anymore (laughs) to be there. Yeah, it's definitely a
1: struggle. I, I mean, it's definitely, well, I can't even say it's gotten better it's gotten better in the fact that she has her own phone now. And so wow. I don't have to bother with her Tyler or say, okay, well, who is she with? So I can call them and check right. in on yes. her. So in an aspect, like that makes it a little bit easier because I know I can call her, I can text her, whatever. But it, her being gone never gets easier. Sure. The leaving still hurts, just as bad as it did when she was 5 mm-hmm even though she's almost 13 now and is excited to leave for a little while. Oh my God,
0: she's about to be 13. Oh sweet Lord. (laughs) So what would you say, our last two questions that we had, what is the hardest part about co-parenting? Like I know we all get along, but what is the hardest part for you? Mine is kind of that, like I was saying, like the t- I like the tiptoeing. Like sometimes it's like I'm the parent, but I'm not the parent, so it's like I don't want to overstep.
1: You know, I really don't think there is a hard part to co-parenting. Truly, really, other I lost you for stuff a like that is. That's not even co-parenting. That's just why I've been trying to figure out plans. I think the hardest part was the beginning. Mm -hmm. and finally just realizing like hey we're all in this together we're all good people like nobody has hard feelings towards each other we just need to get over it and let life be life Mm -hmm. and i think that was the hardest part just coming to terms and because in my head too like when we first got divorced i never thought i would be friends with tyler (laughs) and whoever he ended up with honestly like i didn't i really didn't think that.
0: We were just saying that the other day. Could happen. Like, did you ever think that you were going to uh, text your ex-husband's wife daily? Like, Yeah. I Like,
1: we text almost every
0: Almost every day. Uh-oh. He's having some technical difficulties. Can you
1: hear me now?
0: Yes. Okay. What yeah. was the last thing you heard? Well, just that we talk every day. I mean.
1: Yeah, we do. But I really can't say that there's any hard part other than Tyler just won't respond to me so I just
0: yeah Tyler's the world's worst texter ever him. he she just <laughs> skips over him and comes straight to me now there's really no point
1: point. and I think that's why we even started communicating in the first place mm-hmm. because Tyler would never freaking respond I'm like okay three <laughs> days later I I would like some sort of a, like, any a kind gift. of it's response like is addition, great <laughs> so then I was like you know what sure we're just, we're just gonna talk to Andrea <laughs> I really haven't and Andrea has really. this compulsive need to not have
0: any notifications on her phone, so she answers uh, almost immediately.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's it's great, and you and I are the ones planning dates and mm-hmm. holidays and pictures or whatever else we have going on. So honestly, yeah. it's just easier. So I don't know. I really don't have a hard part. Um, I guess that we're five hours away. That's kind yeah, of hard. That's the
0: distance is hard.
1: That's probably the hardest
0: part. So if there were, I mean, we've kind of touched on a lot of it, but if there's, if there are families out there who are trying to figure out this whole co-parenting thing and they're able to do that, what would be like your top tip for, for the mom, like the mom, the single mom who's trying to co-parent with the dad and, and the wife, what would be your top tip? Pray. Mm
1: -hmm. You have to pray for them like there is actually nothing wrong because they are your child's parents or other parents. And sometimes you have to take a deep breath and put your feelings aside and know that when your child is your age, are they going to look back and think, oh, my gosh, I'm so thankful that my parents didn't ever put me in in the middle. They didn't try to turn me against the other and look at this wonderful relationship that we have now mm-hmm. instead of what it could have been. Like I know in the present it's hard to think futuristic and long term. But if you can sit down and play out how your child's future is going to look because of how you act and behave and say things, mm-hmm. I think that will transform how you act and behave in the present.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and I think for me, like if you're, if you're the step parent on the, on the opposite end of things, I think it really does play a huge role to know your role. Like, obviously Mm -hmm. I love and care for Berkeley, but I also knew in our, obviously there are some unique situations, but in our situation, I am not the mom. I'm not here to replace her mom. I'm not here even, even at the beginning, I'm not even here to be a second mom. Mm -hmm. I'm just here supporting your dad in keeping you safe and raising you in whatever capacity that means for us in whatever part of our relationship we're in. And so for me, if you're on this kind of step-parent side of things, I think it's most helpful uh, praying also and, and even praying for, for the mom. Like, it's kind of like what you just said. A lot of people are like, oh, I have to pray for my husband's ex-wife. Yes. You should pray for your husband's ex-wife. <laughs>
1: Because every single morning on the way to school, Berkeley and I say a prayer, and mm-hmm. we pray for all of your family. We pray for all of Tyler's family, even mm-hmm. extended, like mm-hmm. aunts and everybody. Like we still to this thing. And I and you just want to make it a priority for the child too. Like what's important to them, you want them to know and understand that it's also important to you mm-hmm. because it is important to them. Mm-hmm.
0: It, yeah, and I so. think that that is just. The biggest role, whether, whether you're religious or not, most of our listeners are because I kind of made that the forefront of the podcast, but whether you're religious or not, the, what is, what is the primary goal? What is at the forefront? And for us, it's Berkeley. It's, yes,
1: it's being. it doesn't <laughs>
0: matter. It really didn't matter if you and I got along. It really didn't matter if Nick and Tyler got along. That was just a happy mm-hmm. coincidence. All of us, yeah. our primary goal was that Berkeley was loved and cared for and knew that she was loved and cared for by all parties. And so that I think is what allowed us to all just be, be one big happy I'm family. You're I have
1: I have another one. I'm like all these thoughts are uh-huh. coming to my brain right now. Hold on. Okay. So let me see if I can figure out my train of my train of thought on this one. So your child. Mm-hmm. She Berkeley is half Tyler, half me. And another thing that I always thought about is if she hears me speaking ill of Tyler, I don't want her to ever think, well, part of me is bad because I am half him. Mm-hmm. So you don't ever want your children's child to think that, okay, well, because dad's saying all these bad things about mom, I must be that way too because I'm mm-hmm. half my mom or half my dad. And you don't want to put those kind of negative thoughts into their heads Mm -hmm. either. Well, and you just remember that when you're talking about the other parent,
0: well, and especially too, how can we raise Berkeley to be respectful of other people in her life? If we are not respectful Mm -hmm. of each other in our conversations, like even if you and I didn't get along at all and we, and there were issues, it wouldn't, to me, it wouldn't be appropriate. How can I possibly teach Berkeley to be respectful and kind if I'm talking crap about you in front of her or vice Mm -hmm. versa or, or you about Tyler or, you know, or whatever. And so it's kind of like, you have to look at yourself in the mirror, which we don't, we don't really have this problem that I'm, that I'm aware of, but like, Mm -hmm. you kind of have to look yourself in the mirror and say, what do I want Berkeley to grow up to be? And I want Berkeley to grow up and be kind hearted and, and loving and forgiving and show grace to everybody. And how can we expect her to grow up and do that if, if we're not, setting up that that example for her and so I think Absolutely. I think all of us being friends together has also just kind of created this picture of it's okay if things don't work out you can still all get along oh.
1: <laughs> sorry Berkeley's trying to get the dog to go in there to this again. yeah I just you just have to keep it about the kids
0: Kids. kids yeah or kids in my case kids, so yeah. our last question that we had which we've kind of covered but is why does this work for us and i think we've covered it in all of our things and that's i mean one we put berkeley first two we really had no reason not to like we had mm-hmm. no reason for it not to work for us there was no
1: we're all it's kind of weird because we're not all similar at all but we're all very so similar at the same time it's I think you and I are a lot alike and I think we're very different at the same time Mm -hmm. so we get along and then Tyler and Nick are both so calm and chill and (laughs) have it all together and they're just happy little clams and I think it just
0: they bring the calm to the (laughs) works.
1: And you know I've got to give Nick's parents props because Nick's parents who are divorced Mm -hmm. are all now friends as well. Granted I think it took them a little bit longer but Nick is actually the one who is like, "Yeah, that's normal. Like, it's okay to be friends with Andrew. I was like, "Are you sure? Like, <laughs> are you sure?" He was like, "Yeah, it- <laughs> yeah Jade. <laughs> is this a
0: trick? Is she sure? is she trying to be tricky with me?" Well, and I didn't that- I didn't I want think- to speak on his family just because I didn't I didn't want to speak for him in any way. But I think that plays a huge role. You know, like I came from a world of yeah, no divorce. Absolutely. You and Tyler came from a world of of divorce that's your kind of your typical as the world knows it and then Nick came from divorce that then later in life resulted in everybody kind of what we are now yeah and I think absolutely I think it took each of those parts like what you were saying it's like you kind of needed the Nick side of things to encourage you that it's okay for y'all to be friends like she it's not weird
1: I remember feeling, because we would like text and stuff, and I'm like, well, it's really kind of easy to text Andrea. Like, (laughs) like, I think we could, and I remember thinking about this, like when you and Tyler were just dating, I was like, in another world, I feel like Andrea and I would be really great. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Thanks a lot, Tyler. (laughs) appreciate it. (laughs) Glad y'all could set that up.
1: (laughs) I think I was fighting the feelings, like, I really want to be her friend, but I don't know if it's appropriate for me to be her friend. Like, it's like you said at the beginning, like the world really doesn't want us to be friends. And I think when Nick told me, he was like, yeah, like that, that's great if y'all are friends. Like, that's not a bad thing. And I think just having that reassurance from somebody from the outside looking in, being like, yeah, be friends. Uh-huh. I think that's really what solidified it for me. Like, okay, well, I don't have to listen to what everybody else is saying or what they're doing and all the chaos that they live in. And let's just all be friends and freaking get along and have a great old time. And, and here we are. Killing we do. It. Killing yeah. it. Text you, text you every day. Yep. About all the so, things. I mean Oh, y'all don't even want to know half the things we talk about, but
0: <laughs> That's another podcast. <laughs> Great. But well, I so, think I think we covered everything before we go. I was going to pray for both of us and and we'll finish out our week. We made it to freaking Friday tomorrow. Really? Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. So, I will pray for us and then we'll be all done. All right. Okay. Alright. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for Jade and and I and for Nick and Tyler and how we are able to just follow your lead to love one another, to encourage each other and to put Berkeley at the forefront of everything and how you've just opened doors and and allowed that to happen for us and I'm I'm so grateful that we are able to now take that and utilize our story to hopefully encourage and help others. Um on their journey through co-parenting and, and raising littles or teens or whatever the case may be that, that those out there who are trying to figure out this journey maybe are able to hear from ours and, and take that and, and set up whatever works best for them and their family. I thank you for Berkeley and every part of her that you have created. Tyler's half, Jade's half and how all of us have come together um, and how she loves all of us equally. And you've just, you you use jade and and Taller to bring an incredible young woman into this world and i think it's safe to say from all four of us that we are really excited to see just kind of what unravels it in her life um in the future i pray for jade as her mom as she goes day to day raising her in her world over there in san antonio and for taller uh here as he is as he is the dad on this side of things um And I thank you for the opportunity that we're able to just all come together regardless of the distance or the space and be together and raise her in what is, I think, one of the most productive ways that we've been able to do. Um, Thank you for all you've given us, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Yeah, we will see you guys on another episode next week. Thanks. Bye, guys.